Office Richie. Do you mind um, taking a quick seat for a second? There's something I need to talk to you about. Sure, no worries, Office Farley. I've always good time for you. Great. Have a seat in this chair in the office that we're definitely both in. Yeah, so, I mean, we can hear office noise, so it's definitely in our office. Yeah, I mean, where I'm sitting, I can see a computer, a whiteboard. Um, these are all definitely office things that I couldn't make up. Open plan and tables yeah, yeah. and... Yeah. Yeah, lots of light and... Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, whilst we're here, we'll do a quick eye test. Can you read what's written on the uh, whiteboard? Just, you know, all the details of the socials on the website, but just from this distance. Can you see that? Uh, yes, um, I am a little bit annoyed that you have drawn a cock as well, but there we go. Um, I would say it says, give me a second, give me a second, uh, www.thatguys.co.uk, uh, mm -hmm. that's, that's the blog, um, yeah. and uh, that's an at symbol, yeah. and that guy's a maniac, it seems to be all one word and lowercase. Um, and then you've done the little symbols, so it's just really cool. You've done a, like a little Twitter symbol, a YouTube yeah. symbol, Facebook yeah. symbol. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's really, it's quite cool. And an Instagram one. Ah, nice, nice one. Okay. Nice work. Cool. Great. Yeah, well done. You've uh, you've passed that. that wasn't really a test. It was just a uh, impromptu thing. Now, the reason I've called you in office, Rich, is because we've had some complaints from some of your workmates. Um, oh. They say that this week you've been going around talking about something to do with queers. We're going to do a big quiz. I'm really excited for some queers. And uh, we just thought that kind of language was inappropriate. Okay. Um, maybe it's an accent thing, but the Can't way... Can't wait to get stuck <laughs> into this bunch of queers. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't even work. Um... <laughs> But yes, Q-U-I-Z, just to very, very quickly clarify oh. any misunderstanding that may have happened there, oh, nor makes... am I an advocate of any kind of gender slurs in any yeah. fashion. Okay, well that clears that up, um, but in fact I think you've now got a counter case because um, as to your colleagues have been discriminating against your uh, your ethnic background yes clearly but you know what i'm the bigger man in many ways <laughs> let's crack on with the quiz <laughs> sure let's crack on with the quiz quiz <laughs> thank god for that all right yeah not too bad not too bad that was all right yeah is, is this the new thing where we just sort of like score how, <laughs> yeah. how yeah. bad our initial yeah. skit was? We now do a bad intro where we don't even mention that we're a video game podcast anymore. And then we have a little bit in between where we review the intro that we literally just made up. And then uh, we move on to the meat. The meat, the bulk, the the actual dross. The <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we move from the... The flavour to the dross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This week, soup starter, uh, and then some horrible... Uh, Chocolate log on a plate. <laughs> yeah. And then the main just wasn't worth going through those two things. Yeah. What are we doing? We're doing part two of the no, big quiz. No, this is like four. Part four. 
Okay. I can't remember if there was a premise for the quiz, whether it was a... It's not even a quiz, it's a Q&A. I, I don't understand why we call it a quiz. Well, there's right answers and there's wrong answers. Oh yeah, yeah, that that's true. But it's, it's very opinion. I mean, I, I would call it a Q&A more. You know, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's We've more like gone a... three episodes and it's already been a quiz, so I don't know yeah, like why magazine... I'm bringing it up at this point. Like one of those um, magazine quizzes about how, how compatible are you? Like... Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's where it all based on. Um, yeah. Like, we did a podcast in season one, which was your compatibility quiz. Yeah, bear with me. I'm bearing um, with you. As you. Time. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think we did a number. It was a Pokemon compatibility quiz. Yeah, yeah, I think that was Episode 13. Yeah, it was quite early on, yeah. Season yeah. 1. And, and that's what all these ones are just based off of. Yeah. 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 So, <clears throat> the premise, should you be jumping in at this episode, and are completely lost, uh, then what we did last time I'm well is... done in lasting this long <laughs> yeah, into exactly. the podcast. Yeah. I mean, don't, wa- don't waste your time if you got this far. Uh... <laughs> is um, we have a, a bunch of this or this questions that we postulate to each other and answer ourselves to explore more of our gaming tastes, preferences, and, I don't know, opinions. Yeah, but it, it also begs us to ask the questions of ourselves. Maybe we haven't thought in great depth about these things and then it just sort of it opens up um, a little part of yourself that you maybe haven't really... Um, considered before yeah and if uh you fancy choosing one or the other let us know through uh social media um get it off your chest into into our chests i'm not too sure Mm. Mm. i don't like that metaphor at all so without further do you know what really annoys me people say without further adieu is it because it's not a jew is it it's a do no it's a jew d-u-e I think it's not, it's just a do. A-D-O. Oh, yeah, but it's taken from the French. And it's it's anglified, so it's a do. I don't think it is, because a do, doesn't that just mean goodbye? Huh. Without any further... Do you know what? I've never really, really thought about um, that at all. Yeah, it's a do, it's not hmm. a do. Goodbye. Maybe it is. Who cares? Anyway, it really annoys me when people say the opposite one to the one that I think is right. Yeah. When I, when I decide what Which one that is. Which was you. <laughs> <laughs> Literally 30 seconds ago, it was you. No, do you know what it was? It's, it's, um, I saw somebody say something about this online the other day, and it's uh, he can spot people who are on Twitter a lot because um, they preemptively come up with a counter-argument to an argument that nobody's making. Because they're <laughs> online so much, and that was me thinking, "Oh God, I don't know which one it is. I know what. I'll slag off both of them and myself at the same time. Therefore, I can't be wrong because I've humiliated myself." Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You've, you've covered all of your bases. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Can't look down on me if I don't look that up to myself. Um. Yeah, that's a good ethos for life. I follow it <laughs> to the letter, to be honest. <laughs> now, before we start, there's. A bit of breaking news, which will make no sense when this episode comes out. Um, I hear you're a fan of consuming media. Mm, yes, media, tasty. Yeah, consumption. Um, 
Twisted Metal TV series? Oh yeah, I there, like there was a movie, then it got a Netflix thing, and yeah, I I heard about it. Um, when's it due? I don't, well, apparently there's a new game coming out because at first, as I've uh, complained about a lot on the podcast, is you know, oh, this, here's a media adaptation, stone cold off the heels of the game that yeah. was released 14 years ago that nobody <laughs> will remember by the time it comes out. But uh, apparently there's a new game. Yeah, so um, sort of ties in. I saw that. Um, what's it called? There's a. I think I got the news through somebody is playing Sweet Tooth. Or something like that. And oh yeah, yeah. I can't remember even who it was, but I was like, oh, that's a thing. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like it, it needs to make its way back out of my radar again. I think you have been the person to do that. But yeah, and, until it actually comes out, I'm I'm not exactly, you know, subscribing and following. <laughs> I'm just waiting for it to come out, you know. Just yeah. following the twisted metal. Yeah. Social media account that hasn't put anything out for the last. 12 years they're probably not even sure that it's coming out you know yeah 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 um but yeah as the only person i know who who not the yeah the only person i know who's a twisted metal fan i thought of you when i yeah i really yeah i mean i told you i went back and played twisted metal the the ps1 version no the original one yeah i no no world tour world tour that that was that was my entry into the season uh, into the season into the series, <laughs> season series, yeah, works. Yeah, yeah, media consumption, um, and yeah, yeah, I, I went back and played it, and it, it does kind of stand the test of time. Oh, awful, good. awful graphics, uh, but I think it needs co-op, and I think that was what makes it more fun. Actually, having a buddy to help you get through the god awful difficulty of that game. You know? Like, could you co-op the story mode? Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, was it just a bunch of arenas? It's just arenas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, the story mode is, I think, whoever was player one, you get the cutscenes for them, player two just doesn't get any. Classic. Um, yeah. Classic. I, I mean, it's fair. And, like, if you want to do it with a different character, you do it with a different character. But I think playing it single player makes it very, very, very hard because it's literally, it's like nine other people versus <laughs> you could you do could you do the thing that you could do with some of those um uh arena driving games which is just try and avoid everybody else for as long as possible yes and I, I mean, each other up and then that that is exactly how you get through that game and that's the weird thing is ingrained in me because what i basically did was remembered my hiding spots where i would snipe people I remember you saying, yeah. <laughs> just like, you have to try and jump and find yourself in sort of like a duct and then you sort of poke your head out and you just you just crap yourself when you see Sweet Tooth going by or, or <laughs> Minion and you're like, oh my god. And like, I mean, you didn't care about Mr. Grimm, the stupid um, motorcycle guy. Um, yeah. Or girl, was that the big reveal? They did a Samus on you? Oh, maybe I don't know because uh, then there was Twisted Metal Black, right? Yeah. Which is so. Yeah. Hey, sorry. Quizzy. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to start or shall I? Uh, well, you, you you start. I have prepared nothing. This is all you. Okay. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, that's what I believe the format is. You ask me something. Uh, yeah, and then next time I'll ask you something. 
Okay, I thought yeah. we alternated. Well, that's good job. I'm I'm prepared. Good, because um, <laughs> I am not. Uh, Dante or Virgil? Dante. I mean, there's no no contest uh, around that at all. What Vir about in Devil May Cry Three when they're fighting in the rain and Virgil puts his his hand through his hair and his hair goes a bit spiky? That's pretty good. Yeah, that's quite funky. Um, just to sort of differentiate the two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got uh, a cool sword. Well, when you first said Dante or Virgil, yeah, I actually thought, thought I you meant playing as. Take it, take it as take it as you want it. Yeah. Um. So like, a lot of people are were quite excited by the concept of having Virgil and a few of these um games. Uh, I'm not, like, I remember, I can't remember which one it was, uh, I'm gonna say, 4? Was it a DLC for 4? Or something uh, like that? Was that the first time he was playable in I, a Devil May Cry game? I think, technically, yes, <laughs> and he had this, um, the devil trigger with the Emoto, and he would have the sort of, um... Yeah. Anyway, like, I I always associate it with very very edge lordy people. Now I know yeah. that Dante is, you know, I mean Devil May Cry as a series is already quite edge lordy and stuff like that. But I always feel like Virgil is the emo non fun one, which everybody wants to go and just like, okay, so he's a bit of an anti hero, but he's also rubbish. And evil. Um, yeah, I think yeah. Dante is like you're hanging around a shopping centre emo, <clears throat> and Virgil is like the same but with a bit of money. You know what I mean? Virgil's the same, but you worry about him that he might, you know, have a gun at home. You know that kind of emo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You know, he's got the much fancier coat and the much nicer sword, whereas Dante's kind of you know, sort of a bit shitty and he's grubbing around him. Yeah, I mean, he like he gets his sword by somebody ramming it through his chest and him pulling it out, you know? Yeah. You know, he's... And he's also... He's dirty. Dante's really dirty. Like his, <laughs> house, his house is a shithole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and of course, yeah, the pizza boxes and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And he's quippy and he's... Um, yeah, I, I think... You know, he's having a bit of fun with it, you know? Like the stupid dancing with the rose and stuff like that. Whereas Virgil's just like, oh no, I've got to be serious. I'm a demon. I'm going to take over the world. And you're just like, oh. Yeah. And you know that so Dante's home yeah. looks like uh, the flat from American Psycho. Dante's? Yeah. Uh, Virgil's home. Virgil's. Virgil's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All white. Yeah. yeah. Sterile. Completely. And, uh,. Yeah, and, and I mean, the other thing that's really sort of rubbish about him as well is, like, his character in Devil May Cry 1, Neo Angelo, is sort of like, that is um, Virgil giving himself completely into the devil trigger. Mm -hmm. And yet he was just a sub-boss, very easily <laughs> defeated by Dante. And I never, ever forget that that's how rubbish Virgil is. 
in any they, proceedings, you know? Do they show you that in the game? Or is it something that is retconned? What, Neo Angelo? Yeah, but he's, he's Virgil. No, no, he had the other half of the amulet. That, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. It's like you work that out during the game. Like, oh, that must have been my brother then. Oh, well. You know? And then, then his brother turns up in three. Yeah. And uh, then I think you get the precursor to him becoming Neo Angelo and meeting Mundus and stuff like that. Uh, because three is a prequel. Yeah. Yeah. Still my favourite. Um, they're both playable in Marvel vs. Capcom now, right? Are they? Oh! Yeah. Is that infinite or...? Before the weird, realistic looking one. Before the weird, realistic looking one. I think That's Marvel vs. Capcom 3? No. Wasn't... 3's the really good cartoony one, and then... Four's the one. There isn't a four. There's a, an infinite. There's there's three, four. and then there's uh, Marvel's Capcom Infinite. Yeah, not three, I think. Okay. Yeah, I only remember uh, Dante from um, Marvel's Capcom Three. But I mean, again, I, I, that was a terrible game, and I wouldn't choose to play Virgil. <laughs> sure, I thought that was really good. No, three was awful. Infinite was awful. Infinite was awful, awful as well. Infinite, they changed <laughs> the moves. Now, 3 was the one where they, um, it was completely esports, zero story. Yeah, yes. but it had a cool roster. It, it, it had a reasonably cool roster, yeah. Um, uh, but, no, no, it wasn't very good. And then they came out with Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. And this is the one I was telling you, it's like, I, it's got a full story that I actually want to play and it sounds cool but the first thing I did was try to do moves and it's like why have you changed these buttons you know so they've turned uh, I think all the buttons it's just like it's a two button um, fighter you know yeah. kick and punch and that is it okay so yeah um, I, I I still I mean I might come back to it at some point but Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite um I like the idea of it. There's some cool, you know, multiverse shenanigans going on. So, the bad guy from, um, what's it called? Mega Man Sigma merges yeah. with Ultron. So, that's the big evil bad guy in it. Okay. Yeah. Which is quite funky. Yeah. 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 I think it was DLC. Yeah, I would think so. I don't think he's... Cause it's, I... got very, it's got very DLC energy. Well, no, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, the only DLC they had was uh, Jill and Shumagora. No, they didn't have loads. Nah. They had, um... They had Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, which included it, but no. I'm not really including that. Hmm. Nah, it's like... Yeah, no, they only had one dot as DLC, I think. Ah, I see Yeah, okay, this isn't... Yeah. This isn't a fun game. Yeah, I think it is. What was the DLC from it? 
12 year old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 played a few worlds. Had a bunch of purchased content. Yeah, it was like, I think it was costumes and stuff like that, but actual characters. It was just Jill and Shumagora. I'm pretty sure. If there's any consolation, I've just looked it up, and yes, Virgil is a character by himself. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we got yeah, there. There's, there's loads. Oh my god, there's loads of DLC. Yeah, it's all uh, costume so Okay. Was Virgil a costume? No. No, Virgil has the Neo Angelo uh, costume. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Um. I, I don't say easily. I, I've not. I know. <laughs> I, I played uh, uh, four up until. Was I playing with you? And there's a, a really stupid bit early on in four where you have to swing over a pit of spikes. <laughs> yes, a, yes, yes, you were. <laughs> a screen change halfway in between. Yes. And I just kept falling off, kept falling off, and then that was it. That was it. I never went back. Yeah, but that's playing as a. Nero, and you have to like you yeah. have to grab the spheres, grab yeah. the sphere, and then yeah. you've got to do it within a certain amount of time, and and then you fall down, and then you have to go back up. Yeah. Sometimes you need to fight something, and then you're back up at the top, and then you have to do yeah. the sphere, sphere jump. Yeah, yeah, I and know then, exactly yeah. the place. And they've got, a, as well. they've got a perspective switch yeah. right in the middle of when you're swinging, and then that was that was it. Yeah. So you never Didn't played even... as uh, Dante in that one. No, never played back for as Dante, um, yeah. and then. Dante was uh, quite a good character. He had the the Pandora's box weapon was cool to play with. It's like it's like the ladies bazooka thing, except it's got loads of different functions, and he gets into like this flying bubble and stuff like that. Really odd, fun <laughs> stuff. It's quite cool. Yeah, and then I didn't touch. I I watched five, and uh, I heard your stories. I did like it. I think. Yeah, yeah, no, I liked five, um, and I suppose that's. The only redeeming thing that I would say for Virgil was V was an awesome character. <laughs> yeah, really, v. really good concept. Was an awesome character. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed playing as V any chance I could. Um, I even found Nero more fun to play um, and, and, and Devil May Cry 5. I think, like, if you just play through it, it's not a hard game. Um, it's, just don't play it with the intent of going to Dante Must Die mode or something like that. Um, yeah. It's really fun to play through. And the additional characters, and I forget what her name was. Um, with the freckles and the buck teeth. Yeah, and the glasses. glasses lady. Yeah, glasses yeah. lady. Um, yeah, and having her back. And then, of course, Trish and Lady being back. The whole gang being back together. You know, yeah. I was like, awesome. It was a bit like the Scooby-Doo, because, particularly because they had a mystery van as well. Yeah, they did, yeah. Mystery <laughs> machine, sorry. Yep. Um, <laughs> do we talk about DMC or no? No, we don't talk about DMC. Mainly okay. because, also, I own it, but I haven't played it. Um, it's one of these packs where you could get everything from a humble bundle, and I thought, oh, okay, one day I might play it. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, that, that's a lie. Um, I played it for about 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. So I watched the intro, watched the start, and I'm like, yeah. 
this is, I mean, I thought I, I could get this fun from any action game, but this one's already putting me off by it trying to reboot the series. So I was just thinking, like, you know what? I never completed Darkstalkers. I'll go and play that instead. You know, <laughs> like that sort yeah, of yeah. shit. You know, um, or Bayonetta. Like, I, I just need to buy that game, man. Yeah, I do. You do. Well, okay. I mean, you, we were talking about Nintendo sales over Christmas, and yeah, I had a look. Thought, oh, is Bayonetta in there? No, no, it's not. No. Same. Oh. Yeah. Um. Next one. Okay, 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 go, go. Hit me. I, I don't know. I don't even have a genuine answer for either of these, so we'll see. Call of Duty or Battlefield? Uh, have you played either? I think... Is, is Rainbow Six one of them? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't, um... know, I didn't know if this is one of the... You know, occasionally you have these secret games that you play without telling me, like, I'm... Um, Watcher or something, and I, I was like, maybe, maybe he has a secret, Watch. you know, Battlefield is... campaign in his back pocket. Oh yeah, yeah, I play all the Battlefield games when they come out straight away. Absolutely love them, my favourite by far. No, I'm like, when it comes to first-person shooters, um, I, I don't know, what, what was the last first-person shooter? Oh, uh, Borderlands, if that counts. Uh, yeah, yeah, that counts. And I don't know, Fallout slash Elder Scrolls. Mm, less so. I mean, if I use a bow and arrow, and I do actually shoot in Fallout. Are you using vats or not? Always using vats. And then that doesn't count. Okay. Um. Right. Uh. Yeah. Borderlands. Probably the last one I played. And no, I don't think I can register that I've ever played any Call of Duties. Um, mm -hmm. Battlefield, they, they, they're the ones that do the Star Wars one? Or is that Battlefront? Or... <laughs> That's Battlefront. Is that the same thing? or? Um, until you ask this, until you put those things together, I was fairly confident that they're completely different things, but now I'm not so sure. <laughs> I think they're completely different things. Okay, okay, cool. Um, Alright, okay. So this is a very, very hard question because... Yeah. Basically, my answer is I haven't played either. Um, I'm going to say Battlefront because it comes... Battlefront. <laughs> Battlefield. Battlefield. Because it comes first in the alphabet before Call nice. of Duty. Nicely done. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I have not been in touch with these games for a long time. I remember back, back in my day, it wasn't Call of Duty versus Battlefield. I'm not even sure if those two things are the contending games with each other anymore. But it was Medal of Honor and Call of Duty that were in contention. Because Medal Call of, of Duty's... Honor? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Call of Duty started <clears throat> as a World War II type sim. Yeah. Um, and then there was and... Modern Warfare. Yeah, and then they went Modern Warfare and then kind of Medal of Honor died at there. Uh, and then there was Call of Duty Zombies as well. They've got like zombie campaigns, don't they? Yeah, that's yeah. that kind of became a whole spin-off expansion type DLC thing. And then... Um, I don't, I don't really know where they are now. I've lost track of how many they are, but then it became more of a you play for the online and then the, the amazing storyline, but just some you know, ridiculous thing where you're falling off skyscrapers and they're exploding. And uh, yeah, I mean it's all it's all squad-based shitty things. Um, 
which you can find um, for like I don't know. You, you can jump into any of these free shooters and do exactly the same thing. I feel. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's had a good player base, and then um, and yeah, then they all went icky with loot boxes. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'm not interested at all. And no. yeah, yeah, you get the, the the slightly different hint of camo, in in your loot box, and it's just like this yeah. is the most unremarkable <laughs> skin you could give me. Uh, but but there are gun nuts and army nuts out there who are just like this is amazing. I can't believe I get to have desert camo from 1992. Yeah. This yeah. is like so rare. It's oh. my favorite. My favourite, my, my favourite version of the whatever AK forty seven is the Golf War two version, and um, one of our not the skin, which no one will ever see, um, and I see a tiny bit of it from my perspective. Yeah. Anyway, so that was Call of Duty, and then Battlefield, when it first came along, was differentiated itself because it was a you'd have a big battlefield with planes and tanks, and then they both kind of merged into each other because now you know everything's a open world map shootery type thing <clears throat> well i think i'm gonna go with um call of duty as a as a slight loyalty to its, its world war Two origins and the weird there was a for a while there's a weird arms race sort of a literal arms race for who can do the most ridiculous opening to a game so yeah. I think one of the medal of honors did storming of normandy beach uh, and then Call of Duty kind of one up to their Stalingrad campaign, I think. Um, I think it was Call of Duty, yeah, where you play as Russian soldiers during the Second World War, and one of you would get given a gun, and the other one would get given ammunition. And that's how you kick that game off. Um, so you, you don't have a weapon whilst you're kind of running into burning Stalingrad, which is really cool. Um, and then Medal of Honor did Pearl Harbor. But did Call of Duty not do like they <laughs> they have Kevin Spacey in to do all the acting and they had his <clears> voice <throat> and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. facial movements, so they'll be cancelled to hell with that. Yeah, yeah, they did, and then we also did no Russians. Yeah, there we go. Cool. Next uh, one. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, I <laughs> don't have much more input. It's, it's all right. It's alright. That's fine. Battlefront. <laughs> Call of Duty or Battlefield, which you guys call Battlefront. Yeah, Battlefront, yeah. Because it's got Star Wars, yeah. isn't it? They're both Star EA, Wars, incidentally, Battlefield and Battlefront. Which makes me think that there probably is a similar team in the background. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's a spin-off. Is it, but which is the spin-off of which? Is Battlefield a spin-off of Battlefront? Or Battlefront oh, spin-off? Yeah, I mean, who knows? <laughs> you know, we'll never know. Um, next one. Helicopter boss or train level? Both were staples of nineties yeah. video games. Helicopter boss is annoying. I don't think a helicopter boss fight is ever fun. A helicopter boss fight is annoying, yes, absolutely, because you're trying to get and predict the movements and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But a but train a, level It's just a shooting gallery. No no. If it's timed which they usually uh, were, yeah, yeah. was a complete bitch. Yeah. You know, it's just like, you've got to get through 
you got to get through this train before it crashes. And if you don't, you're going to die. But then you also know that they've put a fuck ton of secrets and little things that you get to check each passenger seat for as well. Yeah. No, I know what you mean, shooting gallery, but you've got to keep running and shooting timed. Yeah. Whereas with the helicopter boss, it would be predicting the movements. And shoot inevitably, at some point, you're shoot just using your pistol to try and shoot <laughs> the yeah. goddamn uh, <laughs> helicopter because you messed up hitting it with the rocket launcher, which is just yeah. taking it down in one hit. Yeah. No, um, I, mean, I think helicopter bosses are getting rarer and rarer, but train levels, you know, there's a train level in, well, first bit of Resident Evil Zero is a train level. Um, what's that? I was doing something on a train the other day. Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed on a train. Probably. Um, you got that. Did you ever play that Zelda that's on a train? Spirit Tracks? Oh, no, no, I didn't, no. But, but um, yeah, that, that was a weird one. I never thought about that. Yeah, whereas I think helicopter bosses are dying a death. Yeah. They're an I endangered mean, I, species. I think helicopter bosses, in, in the fashion of it actually being a helicopter, is dying out. But I'm sure that the concept of something flying around and you having to predict its movements is still very much a, a staple. I mean, that is exactly the same as, um, I don't know any of the sort of Space Invader style games where you just have to start predicting the enemy's movements and shooting at just the right time. Yeah. What game do you think of when I say helicopter boss? To be honest, like helicopter triggers me and I immediately go um, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I know. Um, and so <laughs> I, I'm, I'm right now I'm just thinking of you're getting chased by the police you're on top of a building <laughs> yeah. and you're trying to shoot down a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> you know? that, that's when it goes from uh, I could probably get rid of my stars, but then when you hear the helicopter, when you hit three stars, like, oh, this is hmm. now more involved. I could, <laughs> I could shake the helicopter. I'm in this from the long haul. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could shake the helicopter by hiding under something, but um, yeah. This is yeah, you know, going. basically you've had to get out of your car because you stole my car or a bike and somehow you get thrown from it and you're still alive. You've managed to pick up like the armor vest, but you've got like three health. Yeah. But the armor over it. And now you've got a helicopter, you're on top of a building. For some reason you managed to glitch out the police officers actually coming up to where you are and they're just yeah. shooting you from the street. So now you have to take down the helicopter. Um and that is uh yeah, yeah. It's just like, yeah. and of course that doesn't actually have a set pattern. That is the AI just trying to find a way to get, you know, to an efficient place where it can shoot you. Ah, yeah, they were they were quite vicious because yeah. they would they wouldn't be very accurate, but they kind of pepper you, you know. So particularly if you're in like single digits health, you're running away and you just hear this. Burp, 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 burp. Yeah, Pepper you'd your, see yeah, them in the ground as well, yeah, around yeah. you. One of them definitely <laughs> hit me. <laughs> you know? When I think of helicopter bosses, I think of <clears throat> the annoying helicopters that are the end of the dam in Time Spaces 2. Okay. 
You know, there's a guy in Siberia, which is basically a golden eye yeah, yeah. level. Um, because even though it's the first level, it's one of the hardest levels to get a gold on, I think, on hard. Or whatever the ranking system was. Because not only do you have to get past the cameras and all the guys, but there's a, a really annoying helicopter at the end um, that you're kind of ill-equipped to deal with. So that's my that's my go-to helicopter boss. As well as... I don't really know why, so I don't really play very much of it, but Time Crisis? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's in my mind with helicopters. Again, precisely because they're annoying and, you know, perfect thing for how to take cover. Then I go out, shoot the gun, I shoot the cannons, I shoot the cannons, I... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very Space Invaders, the lighting as well. And... Ugh. What about train? What train comes to mind? Uh... I think initially it was the GoldenEye one. Yeah. Um, and do you know what? This is specifically, it was pissing around with the laser watch on the last, <laughs> yes. last bit. Oh get, my god, yes! <laughs> to get those um, metal strips which are across the grate which feed yeah. down the level. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, your your accuracy is not great with the, no. the N64 control pad. Oh god. Yeah, that was yeah. really difficult. Yeah. Wow. That was a bit of a flashback there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm actually drawing a little bit more of a blank. It's just more that you dread them and know that they're going to be there. Probably there's been a ton of PS2 games with awful helicopter-shaped polygons that have um, haunted me for a long time. Mm-hmm. But it's like, even when you're on the opposite end of it, when you're controlling the helicopter, which we talked about in a previous quizzy Q&A thing um, it, you know they're tough they're hard to, to to sort of handle so when the computer's good at it you just hate it even more and I think that makes you resent it but yeah I think my mind is definitely going GTA um, uh, for all helicopter related uh, dissatisfaction so I think what was your question? Which do I prefer or which do I hate more? There's no prefacing it. Uh, just no prefacing. helicopter boss or train level. Um, I'm gonna say I. I think I hate helicopter bosses more, more yeah. erratic, and I think as much as there is a time pressure involved with um, the train levels, usually. Um, yeah, no, I think yeah, I'd prefer uh, a train level over a helicopter boss. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I think I'm, I agree. I'm gonna go for train level, partly for things like um, Resident Evil Zero, the end of Resident Evil Two, um, Siberia, Siberia Two, which are kind of based around a train and on a train. Yeah, had some good had some good good times on trains. Um, whereas helicopter bosses are just annoying. Yeah. And lazy. Yeah. I think Streets of Rage 4, there's a, some train shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, scrolling. But train yeah, it's, it's just different. Up. Yeah, it's, it's not really. It's not the same as like a shooter or something like that. It's more. The... Although now I'm having flashbacks to. Um... <coughs> Excuse me. Silent Hill 4 
okay. in the subway. And um, was it Time Splitters 3 which had a level based in the subway and you could press a button to make the trains go? Time Clips 3, Future Perfect. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't remember um, the Time Splitter series particularly well, I'll be honest with you. I lose it a bit three. I do, yeah, I remember one so fondly because it was just became a game of how fast can you do things. Two was the best one, and then I do start to lose it a little bit at three. Um, I mean, Future Perfect, um, I played through, I think that was the one that I spent the most time on. Um, it had, had a good story mode. Yeah. It was the Buffy level, Buffy character. There was the Evil Dead. Oh no, that was Time Slurs 2, wasn't it? I can't remember. Yeah, I'm not sure. So there was, I think it's Evil uh, Evil Dead. You get the cabin. You've got the, you get the zombie um, deer head, but it's also a character. That's the third. That's a future perfect. That's a future perfect. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Good moose head man. Moose head man. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could go play in a remake of that. Just, just all three of them. Yeah, first one was brutal, really brutal. Yeah. Um. But I mean, it, it, I, I think that's of its time as well. That's that's PlayStation Two, you know, making the game harder to give you last ability, but also, I, it drew you back. You wanted to play it because it was so irreverent in its time. You know, monkey plagues and all that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, but it, yeah, it was. It was the, well, the first one was really different because it was you're racing against the clock. Um, yeah. Which that concept time kind of got splitters. Dropped. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that concept kind of got dropped with the second one. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're they're all good in their way. Maybe they'll ruin it with a remake or a re-release. Um. Right, okay. So, we, we agree. Helicopter yeah. bosses are more annoying. Definitely yeah. take a train level over a helicopter boss. Yeah. We go for train level. Um, Tetris or Snake? Uh, Tetris. Um, yeah? Yeah, look, I mean... <sighs> look, you said that as if you got a big take about Snake. Look. Like, Snake was everywhere because of the Nokia phones. Um... I disliked Snake, you know, uh, because it just became one of these ones. Because I used to, like, do these long trips, you know, from Portsmouth up to Glasgow and stuff like that. Um, and if I didn't have enough batteries in my GBA or whatever, or fight Game Boy Color, um, I would play Snake. And you get good at it, you know, to the point where you're like, oh, do don't turn in on yourself, don't turn in on yourself, but it's, um, I don't know, I think with Snake, perhaps there's a level of PTSD, whereas with Tetris, it's different every time, you know, and you don't need to, I mean, maybe my head isn't as, um, into it or I don't have enough of the the tips tricks and all that sort of things and I think there's a lot more to Tetris in that fashion plus better theme tune than Snake <laughs> which is nothing 
Um, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Tetris because it's it's more fun than Snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And both have I mean both have had their expansions and variants over the years. So like there's a many cooperative snakes we've all Yeah, like I mean if I was stuck snakes. in a situation where I have only got browser games or some horrible flash games or like you're on your what is it, train Wi Fi and they've got some free games and the only thing you can choose from is Tetris or Snake. <laughs> yeah. Which is the sort of shit they'd be doing. It'll be a green animated snake and he'll have a smiley face. Or there'll be a you know, like a fake Tetris where all the blocks are coloured and solid or whatever. Um I will choose Tetris over Snake. Every single time. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. Because like with Tetris, you've got different levels, you've got different points, you've got different things that can happen, depending on the type of Tetris you're playing. Uh, whereas with Snake, it is play it till you die. And that is it. Like, there is an end point where you're just going to be a big spiraled snake, <laughs> and then you'll eventually hit when, yourself. Yeah, when the only thing you've got to navigate is the one square that isn't Snake on the screen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're just doing it all by by memory, basically chasing that one dot around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's no. There's no. Yeah. That there's, is. Yeah. I guess there's less. There's less like degrees of playing snake well. Right. You're either playing snake well or you're not. Whereas Tetris, you can fuck up. You can fuck up and recover. I mean, the only thing that that comes with snake is where the dot appears. You know. So if the dot appears in a really, really bad location, you then have to spend your time making sure you get it just right, and you have to perfect the timing of the turns, so that mm -hmm. when you do turn the snake, you are actually, you know, folding in on yourself at just the right time. Uh, and I don't know, I find that less engaging than the random factor that comes with the different shapes of blocks and how you handle them, you know. Everybody, not everybody is like constantly getting perfect, you know, Tetris drops. Yeah. You, you'll end up with messy Tetris bits and holes that you have to try and get rid of, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, yeah, I definitely prefer Tetris over Snake. Um, I, yeah. I've got a Tetris take. So I've been playing Tetris 99. So occasionally they, uh, you know, have a competition to and you get some skin that's related to some new game coming out on the Switch which is a nice excuse to be like oh I'll go because you, you have to earn 100 points playing Tetris 99 online um, so if you win a game of Tetris 99 you get 100 points and you unlock the skin straight away but most of us oh, 98 people aren't winning <laughs> their first Tetris yeah. by definition and so you have to play you know I'm not especially good at it so to play bunch of matches to earn 100 points to get the new skin um but one of the things i don't like uh, tetris is the advanced tech um because sometimes yeah, tetris 99 has daily challenges of course why not make tetris games as a service and so occasionally one of the challenges will be like complete lines with t-spins um, i don't know if you've ever t-spun in your life before is that where you manage to put the the loose bit of the tetrarno underneath something? 
Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. Not, you're not yeah. just dropping blocks. It's, yeah. it's you drop it and spin it to fill a gap you shouldn't have been able to fill. fill yeah. Normally. And I don't, for me, that breaks the purity of your Tetris. It's like, a, you know, when you play chess with somebody and they start busting out all the castling and stuff like that. So, no, no, no. Don't, don't want your cheaty advanced tech. Yeah, 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 no, no. Yeah. <laughs> purity in the, in the um, original. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's kind of like yeah, the whole Street Fighter, you're managing to do some kicks, but at the same time, you've pressed back to charge up, you know, your your next big super move as well. Um, I don't know why I'm drawing that comparison. <laughs> Uh, it is next level. I'll give it next level, uh, but it yeah. is in the game, and it was in the original game as well. So I think was T spinning in the original game. Yeah. Wow. I just don't understand how it works. My brain can't. Perhaps I'm at the age where I just can't take in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got I'm to too... the point. There's no more new knowledge allowed yeah. in your brain. You I'm know, just so, yeah. <laughs> you're just along for the ride too ingrained in my own bad habits to learn like a minor piece of new tech in a game which i've played do you ever feel that 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 that, that statement there yeah. too ingrained to learn new things do you, ever, do you ever find that i'm not necessarily meaning in life because that gets getting a bit dark um but no um i mean in games and things like that it's like a, a very sort of cliched example of it was um, when I used to play Guitar Hero um, and I would play it on hard level but I could never get to expert and it's basically because I struggled to use my pinky uh, when I play Guitar Hero and I mean it's you know I'm sure many people do this because it's hard to move those two fingers independently and it's hard to even train them to do that but um, I, I made the effort to try and start using it a little bit more and that's what got me to be able to use and get to expert level in Guitar Hero and things like that but I don't know I think it's I was quite content and happy playing the game with the three fingers and occasionally I just drop back to it <laughs> you know that is comfy land whereas the pinky is pushing it just a bit too too much as well and it hurts after a while, you know? It's like, I mean, I, I know, like, there are guitar players. I'm talking about Guitar Hero. Um, <laughs> but but there are similar things to that. Like, even when using uh, WASD, like, using the keyboard and mouse, I struggle to use my pinky, you know? It's like, I, I don't know why pinky suddenly become the mainstay of this, um, this metaphor. But, yeah, like, I struggle to you know use shift um or control and when i see people doing it it's just like wow i cannot do that so i i have to find other ways to do you know alternative uh keys when i'm using mouse and keyboard um which is why i have like the big control pads and stuff like that you know yeah. um so I, I don't know like um but there's other things as well like i know uh in fighting games I enjoy playing, doing combos, learning how to do a fireball. Great. And then you watch somebody playing it and you're just like, oh, God. Right. <laughs> that is somebody who's spent 
like a solid two to three months doing nothing but meaning one character and knows the twitch sensitive movements and you're just like I'm not going to do that like and I think even if I did do that and spent the same amount of time as that person I still don't think I would be as good at it I think there's just a point where you're just like oh tone it down and I think I've touched on this before because we were talking about the fighting games one on podcast number what Farley? Fighting games one. Yeah. Was it? Do we call it Fight Night? Uh, no, I think it was just uh, round one fight. Fighting uh, game. Um, but yeah, like on the on on these kind of fighting games, I I enjoy playing them, but it's um there is a level, a whole different level to fighting games that. You either have to just like choose one series, one genre, one one even game iteration, get good at it, do the conservatory kings, um, and then just sort of move, move on and realize <laughs> that you're you're not going to be able to apply those skills to any other game. And I don't like there there are arguments like oh Street Fighter Four you've got exactly the same moves. I'm like no, actually you don't. You know like. You taking Street Fighter Two and and the combo system, the accidental combo system that exists in that, it is not the same as being able to play um, Street Fighter Four or Five at the same level in any yeah. way, you know. Um, and it's just the same with the Tekken series. Like, I, I I like I loved playing Tekken Two where you had those ridiculous um, moves where you just do like. You know, you grab them, you pull them, and then you do a wrestling move, and then you press another key combo, and you do that. And that, that's all stuff like I've read from a magazine. I'm not going to use it. You know, like it is. I don't know. It's um, it's a tough yeah. one, and so, yeah. I've fighting, lost the thread a little bit. Fighting games was ten two, aka twelve. Okay. One fight episode season one. Um, and I know what you mean. I think it's the difference between, um. Or, or it's involved with training and practice. Yeah. So m- mostly, I've just started a couple of new games. And for the first time through, I like to try and work things out myself. And then when I get to the credits, I'll look up um, you know, things that I'm missing or the best way to do things in all kinds of games, be it fighting games or RPGs. Yeah. But in doing that, um, I think you mentioned the word comfort. You get used to kind of what you feel comfortable with yeah um and then that's really really hard to shift so it's this and and then particularly in fighting games or smash for example when you're on the back foot and i guess this is the difference between a bad pair and a good pair when you're on the back foot i get so lazy and then just just basically end up spamming two yeah. moves right there's no there's no repertoire there's no trying to do this i might just have something weird psychological psychological goes on and it's like okay i'm just gonna you know panic and hope for the best yeah yeah i'm gonna jump into my down a jump into my down a and, and and all your other moves just leave your mind yeah but i think that's the the thing with practice. yeah and in smash with... especially it's just like sometimes you're just like i want to get that um you know up in a spinning yeah. sword yeah. move and i want so it I'm to gonna... land so, so I'm, I'm going to redo it, it over and over. And I missed. I'm going to do it again. And I missed. <laughs> I'm just going to do it again. And I, which is just, just 
readable and awful and whatever. Yeah. And I was having the same with them. Um, I, I put Pock and Tournament on the other day. Um, and uh, I played it on the Wii U and uh, really liked Pikachu. Uh, have a couple of kind of, not really combos, it's kind of sort of combos of moves or strings of moves. Yeah. Um, but it's not, they're not optimal. And, you know, you watch, <laughs> there's lots of tutorial videos out there, which is, you know, Pokken's quite swingy. So basically it's like, oh, you know, if you get a hit in, you should be doing this combo or this combo, you know, both very long combos to do maximum damage. You might mix it up because one of them gives them a, a debuff or one of them earns you more meat or whatever. And all of that is just beyond me. I'm like, no, I'm just happy with the little toolkit which I developed myself. You know, you look up the move list and, and for me it's it's like, uh, you know, five button presses and more. Is that, I can't remember that. I, I'm, no, there's no way I'm remembering that. Um, I'm just going to stick to my four buttons and under or, you know, uh, do this throw and then do this, do this throw and then do this. And it's, um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I guess it, I, it's the difference that training and, and practice makes, right? And so a lot of these top players in various different, different games, particularly things like fighting games, which need your reactions rather yeah. than rather than kind of min-maxing with RPGs, is just, yeah, you, you know, either with a friend or, or in the training, you make it muscle memory. You pull off that annoying combo where you have to get the timings right when in there. And over yeah, and over choosing, and over yeah, and over choosing and over to and make over that muscle memory, that's the thing. It's just like, yeah. I, 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 do I want to do that? And, it's like, and But there are, there are other, like, it's not just the fighting games as well, it's like action games when the computer, or the computer, like, the story has decided you've unlocked a new thing. Yeah. And you're like, right, okay, what do I need to do to do the thing? And, like, you'll accidentally do it, and you're just like, oh, I used to just double jump anyway. Now it's a double jump and shoot. <laughs> oh, what the hell? Right, okay. Um, so you get um, a little bit uh, stuck in different... Um, different ruts, I think. Yeah, I think it's... And I think it is laziness because, you know, I've played enough games and I know enough about games that I'm not um, the worst I, player in the yeah. world. But then... But again, I, I think... Just actually, sorry, I'm interrupting you, but um, I think it's quite similar to what causes the game choice paralysis as well. Like that fear and thought of the new and unknown and how it's going to change, and just makes you like, oh, I don't want to do this because, or maybe you don't even have the skills that you know you need. You know, like, and when um. I say skills, I mean like actual spells in the game or something like that. No, I, I, but I do. I do sometimes worry if I'm going to start a new game and I don't have very long to play it. I'll be like, oh, that won't be enough. It won't be enough for me to remember. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll have to restart it. Or yeah, exactly. It's like, I just want to play this for an hour and a half and then yeah. come back to it uh, at another point. And another point could be a month later, where yeah. you don't quite really remember everything. And yeah. I've got that with Guardians of the Galaxy. I haven't come back to play it because I started pissing about with Greece over, um, <laughs> over, yeah. Uh, yeah, just to put a timestamp on this um, Q and A thing. Um, but yeah, so it's it's like yeah. it's a tough one. 
It's from... the same. I was um, thinking about, I think we maybe talked about this the other day. Um, with Mario Kart, um, I have like a racing line that I've developed. Again, quite good at, you know, I'm playing online. Um, I'm sort of better than average, but nowhere near the top. Um, but over the first, I don't know how many times I play that game, I've those racing lines are ingrained, you know. So even though I know there's a shortcut that you should take every time, if it's like a you know a shortcut I didn't discover for a while, or it's one that I find quite tricky, I, I would avoid it and I'll do my normal, yeah, you know, essentially stick to the stick to the same line, um, or or you know with some of the really hidden shortcuts or the DLC levels. But yeah, but those shortcuts is risk and reward as well. Yeah, but you know, if if you just practice enough, then you can always pull, you know you always pull them off. Okay, I need to be you know drifting here and and. I would oh, say that, yeah. like, if you take your racing line, you're going to be more guaranteed. Let's say you're you're ninety nine percent of the time you're going to get there and you're going to be fine. Whereas I would say that the percentage drops a little bit because there is going to be something that's slightly more difficult in those jumps, even if it's just like the timing of the jump. No, because you make it. You you know you make it muscle because there is there are arguably like quite difficult routes which I take in some levels, um, which I can get you know almost every time, um, or you know you know quite early on when you fucked it up. And then there are other ones. There's a one of the DLC levels was called Ice Something Ice Raceway, which has the two tracks which kind of cross over each other. Yeah. And there are there are two shortcuts there which I didn't spot for a long time where you kind of have to go off the track and over the ice. And I. Yeah, I'm just in. It's a bit like when you were talking about Resident Evil Zero the other day, uh, Resident Evil Remake the other day. Um, it's like no, those those are different, new and different, and I can't. Yeah, I mean, my I, mind can't handle it. I was kind of drawing the comparison to like probably the SNES one, and, and I'm thinking of just Ghost Valley, that very very obvious shortcut where you have to have a mushroom and you get the jump, and then you've got to just turn almost immediately, like. There's always a chance, just even slight, that you're slightly off on timing, even even a little bit. So that risk is higher, but you're going to do it because it's more fun to try and pull off that jump. And I think there's a lot more of that in um, the N64 version as well. Like, there's stupid jumps that you could do. Obviously, there's um, the Rainbow Road one, which is just cheating. Mm. You just land half the course ahead of everybody. Um... But yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. I just feel like in the fray, if you stick to your racing line, you're probably going to be better off than risking a shortcut. Because with the shortcut, there's such, so much more that can go wrong. Uh, and I think that's what I was trying to get at. Yeah. And if in... Um, uh analogy to what you were saying last week uh no sorry the thoughts completely gone out of my mind <laughs> okay <laughs> oh yes i've remembered now um it's why increasingly i'm happy more ha- happier with turn-based games yeah 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 you know i know but then there's then... like a fucking then they go chess on you, man. They do. They go chess yeah, on you. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they introduce yeah. staggers, and you're just like, oh my god, right, okay. So I need to remember to do that thing so that I can do that thing, and then I can finally do my fireball. 
you yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, I, I will say, if it if a game particularly grabs me, it, it, I think it's exactly, it makes me feel exactly the same as a good book, right? So if there's a book that you're not particularly into, or you have to read it, yeah, one reason or another, and you know, it's on the nightstand for months and months and months. Whereas a book that really grips you, you just blast through completely. And I think it's the same the same with games. Yeah, so you just need to have something that really sort of. Um... It trains you as you're playing it, and you become more engaged in there. I yeah. mean, like, I think, well, I think yeah. if you're enjoying, just yeah. fundamentally, if you're enjoying it more, then you're, yeah, you just you're learning it more. You're willing to kind of expand your move set rather than if it's a game you're really slogging through. Yeah, that's when a lot of these bad habits kind of kick in, or shortcuts kick in, or like, oh, I'm not. Or, or indeed, if they just add too many things in, you're just like, oh yeah, R1 does this. I've just played this game entirely without using a slide. <laughs> you know, it's just like there are, yeah, know. there are um, a couple of video games where you put yourself um, in a hard mode because you yeah. just you, you you forget that you've got a heal. Yeah. You know, yeah. or like, or if I just play really offensively. I don't have to remember what the parry and the yeah. block buttons yeah, are. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's a very, very good way of putting it. Just like, <laughs> as long as I can take this enemy down fast, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. need to worry about, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then I can just save, you know, save. My finger have to be up in that position, save remembering the, the you know, the combo for those. Um, and I'll just invest all my chips into playing hyper-offensively and, and the yeah, yeah, yeah. To put all the course, points you know, and they, strength, yeah. And yeah, then, and then they throw a, you know, throw a boss at you where you absolutely have to, and kind of fuck. Yeah, yeah. The higher stamina you have, the less he has, and you're like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I have to. I have to learn how to whatever block yeah. or recharge. Yeah. yeah, and there's, and then there's, oh man, I was just thinking of um, Last Remnant, where even when you do sort of hyper focus your teams on one stats and things like that. There, there's a random factor comes in as well and sometimes certain things don't happen especially with a lot more games nowadays it's just like pressing A doesn't necessarily especially in turn based mean that you're going to get your fireball off you might get a crit or you might get a miss or mm. you know that sort of stuff yeah yeah no and, and you just have to have all of the mechanics in your mind as well, which can be mentally draining as well. Yeah. Um, and that, that's why probably on a subconscious level, it's just like, I am not pressing that button with my pinky because <laughs> otherwise this game becomes hard and I'm, I'm struggling, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, what was the question? Tetris or snake? Tetris, Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I think hands hands down Tetris. Um, even with the sneaky, sneaky new tech which has been around forever, uh, which I will never engage in because it's retraining my brain in a way that can't I can't handle it. I'm too ingrained in in the way I played Tetris for twenty odd years. <laughs> but yeah, Tetris wins the day. I really I keep looking at Tetris effect. And then I talked myself down because I was like, it's just another Tetris. I've already got yeah. how many Tetris games, most of which I don't play. Um, yeah. I don't really need another one, even though it's really supposed to be quite good and introduces new different things. Yeah, it's like me with my Steam collection of fighting games. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
I always think this looks like a fun one. This is this is like a spin-off of this one, and oh, the cool anime characters. I'll get into that one. No, 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 no. You just have it on your list, Richie. Stop fucking buying them. You know. Yeah. I was like. And then, of course, Steam thinks I love them. She's like, oh, by the way, did you did you know there's a new uh, Guilty Gear? Do you want the new Guilty Gear? <laughs> I'm like, oh, go away, Steam. No. But I do and then you care. buy it. And then you buy Guilty Gear Collection. Yeah. And never download it. Yeah. Anyway, I think we didn't get through many at all, which is good because we got... Well, I, I think three was, was the staple, yeah? Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Because we, uh... we talk too much. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. We've learned we've learned something about each other. I've learned that you've never touched a Call of Duty or a Battlefield. Did you learn something about yourself, Farley? Um I did. I learned that uh, the GoldenEye train level really got its claws into both of us quite deep. <laughs> yeah. To, to still be affecting it. I mean, can't tell you the last time I touched GoldenEye, let alone played that level. But I know. Yeah, it, was, it was the first one that came to mind with me as well, was running for that fucking train and then, and then faffing around with the watch right at the end. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, that guy is a quiz. Oh, God. You just got to be careful. Why do Q-U-I-Z me? 